Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon, at 88.7 on your FM dial, and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xonophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we'll try to satisfy our desires and we'll celebrate the birthdays of Harlan Sanders, Blondie, Paul Harvey, and the state of California. I remember seeing actor Ben Alexander on TV as Officer Frank Smith, Sergeant Joe Friday's partner on the police show Dragnet, which was broadcast both on radio and television. But before Dragnet, beginning on September 9, 1946, Ben Alexander was the host of the radio giveaway show Heart's Desire, which was heard nationwide over the mutual broadcasting system for 30 minutes each weekday afternoon at 3. People would write into the show asking for things. Staff read and judged the requests, and those which were entertaining, poignant, or funny were turned over to the audience before the show. Audience members selected the winners and read the letters on the air, and the author received her heart's desire. The show was on the air until 1948. So, what does that have to do with rapidly rotating records? Well, here's Ted Holt to tell us about his heart's desire. Thank you. 
one that I've been searching high and low for. You're the end to which my dream of love aspires. If I win, there's not a thing I wouldn't go for. Anything your little heart desires. You're the answer to most everything I yearn for. You're the only thing my hungry heart requires. So the least that I can promise in return for is anything your little heart desires. I've been waiting ages and ages for you to come along. I have ruined pages and pages trying to tell you my love in a song. If you left me now that I at last have found you, every day to you I'd send a thousand wires. But as long as I have my two arms around you, name it anything your little heart desires. One night with you in our old rendezvous And reminisce with you, that's my desire To dance for gypsies play And let our hearts hold sway Down in that dim cafe, that's my desire To sip a little glass of wine To gaze into your eyes divine To feel the thrill of your kiss When pressing your lips to mine Hear you whisper low, just when it's time to go. Cherry, I love you so, that's my desire.
I suppose that you'd like to know who she is, but I'll never tell. Here's the reason it's plain to see. She just doesn't belong to me. Now you know why she is my suppressed desire. If you have somebody you love secretly, then that's the secret of it all you see. Oh, baby, I'm so happy when I retire. My heart plays like a blazing fire while I'm dreaming about my suppressed desire. I do believe that's a rapidly rotating records debut for Vern Buck and his orchestra with Bill Chandler vocalizing on My Suppressed Desire, composed by Chester Kahn with the words by Ned Miller. That Columbia 78, number 1651-D, was recorded in Chicago on November 19, 1928. Before Bill Chandler, Maurice Elwin told us about his desire. That was John Furman and his band recording in Kingsway Hall, London, around November 20, 1931. That's My Desire was written by Carol Loveday and Halmy Cressa and was preceded by Joe Sanders' orchestra, sadly without Carlton Kuhn, who had died several years earlier, and Anything Your Little Heart Desires. Joe Sanders played piano and also wrote the arrangement for that September 25, 1936 Decca recording, made in Chicago. The vocalist was Jack Swift. We started this desirable set with Bert Lown and his Biltmore Hotel Orchestra and My Heart's Desire, composed by Richard Whiting. George Marion wrote the lyrics, sung on that May 18, 1933 Bluebird 78 by Ted Holt. My Heart's Desire is heard in the 1933 Fox motion picture Adorable, starring Janet Gaynor and Henri Garat. I'm the adorable Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Exactly 128 years ago today, on September 9, 1890, Harlan David Sanders was born in Henryville, Indiana. You know him better as the founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken. At age 40, Sanders was running a service station which also served food, including fried chicken which was so popular that in 1935, then-governor of Kentucky, Rudy LaFoon, bestowed the state's highest title of honor, making him Colonel Harlan Sanders. In 1952, he closed his own restaurant and began franchising, and there are now more than 19,000 KFCs in the world, about a quarter of them in China. Colonel Sanders died December 16, 1980. So, here's a set of rapidly rotating records about chickens. Oh, 
Oh, chicken, oh, chicken, chicken, what's the gravy, man? Oh, chicken, oh, chicken, I got no fault to say. Why the chicken roll, and it's down, and we can't get to bed. Oh, when I come to your neighborhood, chicken, know just what I mean. Chicken, skipping, dodging, no chickens can't be seen. The hen, she said to the rooster, there ain't no use to hide. Got a shotgun and it ain't the run and we can't go too high. Back on April 27, 2014, we interviewed Andrew Green, founder and director of the Pizzerine Ragtime Society Orchestra, about their new CD featuring the music of Mel B. Kaufman, 
and that was one of the records we played. The Victor Military Band, conducted by Edward T. King and Pick a Chicken, from December 14, 1914. If you don't yet have the PRSO's CD Step with Pep, the ragtime and dance music of Mel B. Kaufman, I strongly urge you to visit rivermontrecords.com where you can listen to audio samples and buy the CD. Before Pick a Chicken was a rather unusual but entertaining record, A Chicken Can Waltz the Gravy Around, performed by Stovepipe No. 1 and David Crockett. Stovepipe No. 1 was the stage name of Samuel Jones, who was actually playing a section of Stovepipe, modified into somewhat of a musical instrument, which you heard start off that record, recorded by O.K. in St. Louis, Missouri on April 26, 1927. Stovepipe also sang on that record, accompanied on guitar and harmonica by David Crockett. Stovepipe used the title number one because, believe it or not, there were a number of other performers around, known as Stovepipe, including Daddy Stovepipe, Stovepipe Johnson, and Sweet Papa Stovepipe. Stovepipe number one made several dozen records as a vocalist and one-man band, and as an instrumentalist with Crockett and King David's Jug Band in Atlanta, Georgia. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. Last week, September 7th, back in 1930, Dagwood and Blondie made their first appearance in the comic strip Blondie, created by Chick Young. The strip featured newspaper hero Dagwood Bumstead as the playboy son of a railroad tycoon, who dated Blondie Boopadoop, a flapper. They married in February 1933 and had a family. Alexander Baby Dumpling, their first child, was born in 1934, and Cookie arrived a bit later. The characters were eventually heard on the radio and seen in 28 movies and two TV series. And the strip is still running, written since Chick Young's death in March of 1973 by his son Dean. So, in honor of Blondie Boopadoop Bumstead, here are some rapidly rotating records about blondes in general.
certain pretty baby way always on the go but it happens that she goes for me lucky me did she answer no oh no she answered yes sirree sirree did i slip did i fall who's the cause of it all just a blue-eyed blonde who happens to be fond of me do believe that's yet another Triple R debut, this time for Jerry Hoey and his band at the Piccadilly Hotel in London in late 1931 with Just a Blue-Eyed Blonde. 
This may be Jerry Hoey's first time on the show, but you've heard vocalist Les Allen many times before. Just a Blue-Eyed Blonde was written by Ted Fiorito. Before Les Allen, we heard Smith Ballou, backed by his own orchestra on Blondie, recorded by OK on July 25, 1929. On the British Parlophone issue, the group is credited as Joe Curran's band, a name Parlophone used not only for Smith Ballou, but also for Frank Trumbauer, Miff Mole, Oliver Naylor, and Hal Kemp's orchestras. We started off that blonde set with Vernon Dahlhart, singing about that big blonde mama. That was Joseph Samuel's orchestra, credited on the label of Banner 1240 as the Hollywood Dance Orchestra, and that recording was made July 20th, 1923. That Big Blonde Mama was written by Billy Rose and James Monaco. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7 on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on iTunes as a podcast and part of the Global Community Radio Network. Last week, September 4th, marked the birth in 1918 in Tulsa, Oklahoma of Paul Harvey Arant, better known as longtime radio personality Paul Harvey. He started working at Tulsa, Oklahoma radio station KVOO in 1933 while still in high school but got on the air as an announcer while attending the University of Tulsa. From there, he worked as a program director, station manager, and newscaster at various stations, and on April 1, 1951, the ABC radio network debuted Paul Harvey News and Comment, which opened like this. Hello, Americans, this is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. Paul Harvey died February 28, 2009. Well, for this segment, we don't have any news for you to stand by for, but Kirby Brooks wants you to stand by for some further announcements. Baby named the day tonight, stand by for further announcements. And more good news. Back again, and now it's done. City Hall just made us one, stand by for further announcements. And more good news. Time marches on, we've been here a year today. Thanks to the FHA, we bought a home, and by the way, Here's the payoff, here's the prize. We're rehearsing lullabies. Stand by for further announcements.
The lovely Jane Dover, backed by Joe Hames and his orchestra with I'll Stand By. Recorded March 11, 1936, a few weeks before Dolly Don recorded her version of that J. Fred Coots and Benny Davis song. Starting off that abbreviated standby set, the last time I played standby for further announcements was on September 2, 2012. Remember? That's right, by Duke Ellington and his orchestra. Kay Kaiser also recorded it, but in a triple-R debut for the band, we heard it by Ray Herbeck and his music with Romance. The vocalist on that May 17, 1939 Vocalion 78 was Kirby Brooks. Standby for further announcements and more good news was written by Lou Brown, Sam H. Stepped, and Charlie Tobias. Ray Herbeck was born November 27, 1910, so you just might be hearing from him again in a couple of months. On this very day, September 9th, back in 1850, California became the 31st of the United States of America. California boasts the highest point in the continental U.S., Mount Whitney, at 14,495 feet, and also the lowest in Death Valley at 282 feet below sea level. California is also home to the world's largest tree, the General Sherman, in Sequoia National Park, the world's tallest tree, a California coastal redwood, and the world's oldest living non-clonal tree, a Great Basin bristlecone pine, measured by ring count to be 5,068 years old. There are also quite a number of songs written about California, so to celebrate my state's 168th birthday, here are some of them. Thank you. 
long time. I've got a sneaky feeling I'll be stealing to your bright and sunny climb. Is it any wonder that I'm glad you're the only home I ever had? Since I'm away both night and day, you're in this heart of mine, my California. Here you lost a boy calling, honest I ain't a stalling. I want to come home, just hear me crying, I'm really crying, night time. Find me just like a willow, weeping there on my pillow. So lonesome and blue, yes, longing for you. Oh dear, let the birdies sing, it's orange blossom time. I'm here, cause I've got the ring, and I hear those wedding chimes, just let me warn ya. Tell my sweetie in California, my love is going, I'll soon be going, I'm California bound. Casey Jones, get your engine ready, roll her in, we're leaving old New York, Albany. Yeah, you better hold it steady, Buffalo, Cleveland, make her talk, old Toledo. Shovel in the fire. Indiana. Why, we're nearly halfway. Hey, here's Chicago. And we've got to leave the flyer. Shame station for the Santa Fe. Kansas City. And we're going mighty pretty. Denver town. We're covering lots of ground. Salt Lake City. Let's forget about that kitty. See those Mormons stepping around. Hey, next is Reno. Look at those women at the station. Sacramento. Don't swear that way. Oakland. Why, there's all of my relations. They across the bay and hear me say, Hello, Crystal, hello. Yoo-hoo. Okey. Okey. Or me. Or me. If only it could be, just let me warn ya. Tell my sweetie I'm California. My love is going. I'll soon be going. I'm California bound. Thank you. 
beautiful sky. Why make you cry when I miss the We started our celebration of California's birthday with William H. Wright's playing the aluminum bells on Dance California. Victor 17357 was recorded May 5, 1913, and Dance California was written by George W. Gregory. George Gregory was a professional banjo player, taught the instrument, and apparently played banjo in his own group called the Gregory Trio. He died in New York City around 1900. William Henry Reitz was born June 4, 1891 in Fayette City, Pennsylvania. He made dozens of records for Victor between 1909 and 1928, playing bells, xylophone, chimes, and celesta. He died January 9, 1938, and is buried in Copley Cemetery in Copley, Ohio. Next, it was baritone Gus Van and tenor Joe Skank with California from Columbia A3614, recorded April 19, 1922. California was written by Cliff Friend and Con Conrad. We finished up our musical birthday greeting to California with Albert Campbell and Henry Burr, who sang California and You, another Columbia acoustical record made a few years earlier, on July 31, 1914. California and You was composed by Henry Puck, and the lyrics were written by Edgar Leslie and Bert Kalmar. In the little bit of time left, I want to let you know that this past week, for the fifth year in a row, I think, KISL has been hosting the Transom Traveling Workshop, a week-long intensive training for aspiring public radio producers. This year's workshop culminates this coming Tuesday evening with a listening party where the fascinating island stories that have been put together over the week will be broadcast on island radio. I am very happy to be able to be on the island this year to listen in person, but if you're not able to be in Avalon, you can join in the party streaming online at kislavalon.com at 6 p.m. Pacific this coming Tuesday, September 11th. That's Tuesday, September 11th at 6 p.m. Pacific on KISL 88.7 Avalon or streaming online at kislavalon.com. And to close out the show in anticipation of listening to an amazing set of stories at the Transom Traveling Workshop Listening Party, here's Ben Selvin and his orchestra with Listening on Some Radio.
Ben Selvin and his orchestra, credited on Banner 1085 as the Moulin Rouge Orchestra, and listening on some radio, recorded around June 27, 1922. Listening on some radio was composed by Lewis Hirsch and Dave Stamper, and was featured in the Ziegfeld Follies of 1922, where it was sung by Thomas Spencer and Mary Lewis. And I hope you'll be listening on some radio, or some device, to KISLAvalon.com this coming Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific for the KISL Transom Traveling Workshop Listening Party. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this last hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. Thank you.